Football and Inglace powered by Atlanti FC. We are the people's team and the people's team getting it done in Oaxaca. Two to one, the victory, an early goal there, putting Atlante in the position of having to answer and then they do. Luis Garcia in the so 62nd good. minute, so good in the equalizer. Oh then, yeah. 20 minutes later, Bo, Ronaldo Gonzalez with the game winner. And Golasso. It's, it's big stuff in the sense that you're trying to get in the best positioning in the playoff bracket. And, and this... Totally. Because of the math of it, you know, the number one seed will be automatically in the semifinals, the number two seed in the quarterfinals. And there's these play-in games. If you can move away from that, that's a good thing. Anyway, you have it, though, the momentum right now for Atlante, very, very critical. And we're loving what we're seeing. Yeah, let's not sit in a world where we think that Oaxaca is the best team and that this 2-1 to one win is us you know, being giant killers. It's not, but it shows that we have the momentum. We are getting in rhythm. We are getting ready for the playoffs. And I think what's super important for Atlante is to get as many points as possible in those last two games. Look, that's not amazing analysis, right? You always want to get as many points as possible. But if we can squeeze into these top two spots... Man, I, I don't want to be in that first round because all of these teams are dangerous. Whether it's Dorados or Pumas, Tabasco, all these teams can win, right? So the less games you have to play, the better. That's simple math. So if you can get in those top two, I don't think you're going to get to one. I just don't think you can catch the Toros. But can you get to two? Yes, you can. And the win against Zacatecas, I mean, that's one of the teams you're battling against. That's going to put you in an outstanding position. Yeah, and, and then you got to look at what's ahead. Uh, two more matches on the schedule. The next one coming up Sunday evening. Mineros is the opponent, and uh, we will keep our eye on that, just like we're keeping our eye on the Primera Division and the Ligia to come here. And what we're seeing are four teams that have moved into the quarterfinals automatically as there are eight teams to play into this play-in as the quarterfinals see Leon at one, Pumas at two, Club America oh, yeah. at three, and then Cruz Azul at four, leaving us with number five, Bo, a Monterey team. You know, they're, they're celebrating a bunch of cups. They're winning, and, you know, it's like Mohamed wants everybody to know, we've got the last several trophies that, you know, anybody's been handed, but it's going to be a challenge against Puebla, but I think we'll finally start seeing that team that Monterey should be. Do you not think that that's what's going to happen here? I don't know. I mean, look, Puebla is probably, I mean, look, they're the, they're the lowest seed. So, you know, should Monterey beat Puebla? Yes, but it's that next round that's going to really, uh, they could really get kicked in the teeth. They have to get it together. And, you know, Lawrence, when we're talking about teams that really needed to push as we're looking at these first round mashup matchups, that team that really needed to push and get in the top four was Tigres, but they were just not turning a corner. They were just almost there. They would play outstanding and then they would just be mediocre. And now they're going to play one of our little favorites this season, the Toluca train. And I do the Toluca train may be coming in full speed and yeah. they may, you know, they, they could beat Tigres. I mean, we're going to talk about uh, two other matchups that are going to be close, but honestly, like Tigres cannot be looking ahead because Toluca is ready to get to that next round. They're looking for a statement win. They have not had one in years. And if Toluca can come out and beat Tigres, that is a, that is a statement win. And so, yeah, uh, you know, 
it's it's going to be tough for Tigres. I don't know which team's going to show up. Well, let's talk about this for a second. I love Sambuesa. I mean, Ruben Sambuesa, Sambo is a fun player to watch and uh, brings a lot of energy and totally. a lot of skill and a lot of veteran presence. All that has been very, very key to Toluca. Tigres, though, I can't tell if they're snake bit at times. There have been matches that have slipped away late. There have been matches that they really yeah. should have just settled up and won and something then wacky happens or maybe unfair well, in some capacity that's mexican soccer <laughs> but but for look for tuca to weather this storm and move forward the thing this got to be beyond guignac it, it just all of this has to there's got to start being some other contributions leo fernandez earlier in the season was like a revelation in the way that he was able to get the ball moving I see Tigris responding. I do. I think that the snake bit Tigris days are over, but can a team get so snake bitten that they just keep falling back on that same weakness? I, I guess that's the question, Bo. I, I, I honestly feel like Tigris is in a tough position because if they beat Toluca, everybody's going to say, well, they should have. And if they lose to Toluca, well, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a happy place in Monterey, but the next match that we're going to talk about, Lawrence, I, th I think we're going to print some T-shirts because who's playing? Ah, the underachieve us. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> look, you got to get. I've always said I'm this. picking Nacoxa. You're taking Nacoxa. I, I don't know that I'm, I'm that far behind you. With the goaltending and the way <laughs> they've uh, shored up some defensive inefficiencies uh, that we were seeing early in the season, I, I guess I got to say Nacoxa could certainly make that upset. And Oh, you, yeah. You they spotted the whole league like 10 points. I mean, Nacoxa didn't play until like they – I don't know where they were. They were, you know, out bathing in the, in the lovely hot springs of Agua Calientes for the first couple of weeks. And now they've shown up and, yeah, they're the Nacoxa. They're the mid-table team that's dangerous and quick that we expect. And so – yeah, underachieve us. I love it. But why are we underachieve us? Why aren't we showing the respect right now for what was in the middle of the season? Another pun: an untenable situation. Uh, and now you want to no, boost a teach your children well. Yeah, <laughs> well, look, I, because honestly, like, why do we have to pay homage to another mediocre Chivas team? You know, uh -huh. these guys aren't the goats, you know, they're just like, I mean, why, oh, you know, Chivas really did well this year to get to seventh place. And no, they didn't. They were garbage. They're, they got to play better and it starts today. And when Nakaxa beats them, I, I don't know what else can you do. You can't, I mean, I guess you can fire the coach again. You can get more players. You know, there's always rumors that they're going to try to pull back some of the old heroes of the MLS team and, you know, become a senior league team. I don't know what they're going to do. Chivas has to figure it out and they have to play better because Nakox is going to eat their lunch if they don't. Now, I will say this it wasn't just a blast off against Mazatlan to close out the regular season that makes me think that Santos is, you know, oh, they're coming back together. It's, it's all good. Goriran is making the impact and, like, it's not just on first it's like there's something here but I, i'm not buying it i think pachuca really could end up having their number oh, yeah. and, and, and pachuca's been interesting this season because of the extreme veteran presence that they've had in some cases um <laughs> you know you you look at you know pardo out there is you know playing his heart out and 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 i want to see a, a great matchup there and what's the you know eight nine slot in this playoffs because that should be the most competitive of these first four games 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the most competitive because I don't think some of the other matches we're looking at, the teams that are favored are going to be very competitive against the teams of the lower seed. But Pachuca is my dark horse. They could make a run in this. And that's the nice, that's the fun part about playoffs in Liga MX. It's you win four games, you're in, right? Pachuca can do that. So, yeah, this Pachuca-Santos game is going to be exciting. Uh, I love Pachuca. They are my dark horse. But when it comes to favorites, uh, I'm, I, you know what? You don't even have to pick a first-round team. Any team. Lawrence, right now, looking at this, and we're going to reanalyze this next week, of course. But looking at this now, who's your favorite? For, for the entire tournament. Like, who, who the wins the thing, final the is what thing. you're saying? May, may I say the whole enchilada? Sorry to our <laughs> – yes, who is going to win it? I think that Club America responds and gets in the finals. Oh. I do. I do. I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say Club America. Well, as much as I like my, uh, what was it, the Danny Manning team that was the eighth seed that won the uh, the oh, Kansas yeah. team? What were they called? The, Danny Manning the and the Miracles. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Well, I, Pachuca still, I think, is going to be the, 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 the Pachuca America, the Hildago Heroes. I don't know. We'll come up with a name when they, but the th Glorious Gophers. Yeah, I hear you. The Glorious Gophers, yes. Um, I really like Pumas. I really do. But you know what? For once in the playoffs in Liga MX, and this is why it's so exciting because being the first seed doesn't mean you're the best team, and it definitely doesn't mean you're going to win. But I think the Kings of Leon have proven time and time again that not only do they play the best soccer, but they want to be the best team and they have the rhythm. And so, honestly, I know this sounds, if you're, if you're just getting into Mexican soccer and you're like, why is picking the first place team? Why is picking the number one seed seen as like this really outsider pick? Well, it's because that no matter how it's ranked, usually your legacy teams, your Americas, your Azuls, your, your Monterey's, they always win. I think this is when Leon wins. I think this is when Leon finally says, look, we are a team to be recognized. We are a team to be respected. We are the best team in Liga MX. Let's leave it there for now. Much more talk to come. With Bob Byerly, I'm Lawrence Scott. Thanks so much for joining us. Adios. Adios.